This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I want to talk about why creating time and space is the biggest asset to your business. And as a a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a single mom, as someone growing and expanding my business, I know how tempting it is to work all the time. And I know that your to-do list never gets any shorter And I know that you have a million ideas every day that you want to incorporate and implement into your business. And I know there's always something else and something else and something else. And so it can be so tempting to be busy all the time. And yet, actually, in reality, that's not what will move your business forward. So I want to talk today about why creating space is so crucial for your business and why in actual fact your business can't expand and grow without it. And I'm recording this at the end of August in 2022 and I've just come back from three weeks in Spain. So I have a sister who lives in Spain and then my older sister flew out to join us. So we've had a real family connection time. For the first time the three families have been together in three years. So it was lovely to hang out, to be with my family. I have also been working for some of that time because my sister who lives in Spain now works with me in my business. And so we had some time, some work time sort of mapped out. I was catching up on some other things like a course I'm doing and my crypto investments. But, you know, I just had loads of time and space. And you'll find often, I'm sure you'll agree with me, that when you go on holiday, quite often is when you have the most amazing ideas for your business. It's not necessarily when you're sitting at your laptop or you're working in inverted commas. It's when you're doing something different. It's when an inspired thought pops into your mind. It's when suddenly you have one of those aha moments about your work or your life or both. So to do that, you have to be comfortable with having space. And I talk to my clients about this a lot because what happens often is in entrepreneurs, as I say, is there's so much to do that we we are also in the habit of keeping ourselves busy. You know, for me and other people I know, you know, we tend to be pretty driven people, ambitious people, not ambitious in terms of, oh, you know, I'm going to create this money or I'm going to, you know, create this size of business, more like ambitious for ourselves and the vision that we have in the world and the impact that we want to have and driven in terms of like, we love to bring things to reality. You know, and I've said before, that's what a visionary is, right? A visionary is someone who brings vision into reality. There's someone who activates a vision. Otherwise, it's just like a nice idea and a dream that you have in your head. But really what we're talking about is activating that vision, bringing that vision to life. And so it can be so tempting to be more in our masculine energy, to be driving, driving, calling people, building clients, creating more money, you know, managing the team, all of those things that sit within the day-to-day of running a business, particularly when you're in the expansion phase. So, you know, in a way, I think it gets easier once you've got 
beyond that first stage when you've got teams, you know, they come with their own challenges, of course, but at least you've got resource behind you. In the early stages of a business where you're expanding faster than the resource you've got, and maybe you're kind of holding back on getting other people in the business because you want to generate enough revenue first, you're in that stage of growth, then it can be very tempting to get pulled into working all the hours, you know? And, you know, don't get me wrong, if working all the hours feels great to you, then fine, you know? But what I experience often when I've worked with bigger visionaries in their organizations is that when we work all the hours, we lose connection to that creativity. We lose connection to that big vision. We lose this this energy and space that we had when we actually came up with the idea, when this thing came into being in the first place. So I know also that you know, to activate that vision, you have to be a kind of action person to a degree, right? You know, I love meditation. I love sitting and connecting. I love doing all of those things, but I also love being in action. I love crossing things off my to-do list. I love making things happen. And so sometimes when we get in this in-between space, so either we take time off or we're sitting in what I call the void. So that space where something is kind of not drifting away, you're letting go of something and something new is coming in and you don't know what that thing is yet, that can also feel uncomfortable. So I want to talk about those couple of things. So the first thing is that we have to be comfortable as entrepreneurs and as visionary entrepreneurs being comfortable with space, being comfortable with having time off, being comfortable with not delivering in inverted commas, because there is a kind of paradox here that your success as a business is not tied to the number of hours you work. It's not like you get paid a salary on your hourly rate. You know, you don't get paid at the end of the month and it's all very consistent and that's what you get paid no matter what you deliver. You will succeed and you will create amazing success financially and otherwise when you do things in the business that have, that make a material difference to it. So that is not necessarily doing the biggest amount of things. It certainly isn't working the biggest amount of hours, or the longest amount of hours. It's actually about the value you create in the time that you're in the business. And if you're the creative head of the business, shall we say, you're the vision holder, then the value that you bring is in the vision. The value that you bring is actually in the intangible. It's in the stuff that you can contemplate, that you can think about, that you can connect to that other people in your business can't, you know, because you are the holder of the vision. And when you're the founder of a company, particularly, then you hold that vision in a way that nobody else can. It's just not possible for other people to hold the vision in the same way. They can be connected to the vision. They can bring amazing ideas to the vision. They can help expand the vision, but they don't hold the kernel, the root of that vision in the way that you do. And so you have to be care- You have to be comfortable and you have to be careful to create space. And for me, you know, as a busy working mum, I actually have to consciously create that space. You know, I have to carve out time. I have to say on a Friday, no meetings. You know, on a Saturday morning, sometimes I'll get one of my friends to have LRA so I can just go and walk on the beach. So for me, in the lifestyle that I have, and for you, particularly if you're listening to this and you've got kids and you're balancing those things, then, you know, I find that we have to consciously create time. 
And even if you don't have a lot of those competing priorities, you'll still find that in order to create the habit of time, you have to create time first. You have to set it out. I'm not going to do stuff in this time. I'm not going to do emails in this time. I'm going to create time that's just for me. That's not about servicing the team. That's not about answering emails. It's not about generating new business. It's just doing things for me because it feels good for me, full stop. Okay. So creating space, creating creative space that doesn't feel like working is vitally, vitally important as a creative, visionary entrepreneur. It's probably the most important thing you can ever do in your business. Because if you take yourself back to the time when you actually came up with this idea, you didn't do it from a place of busyness. You didn't do it from a place of logic. You didn't do it from a, oh, let's analyze the market and see where the gap is. You did it from your heart. You did it from your energy. You did it from a space of like, oh my gosh, imagine that. Imagine if that could be true. Imagine if we could create something around that. Oh my gosh, imagine if I got to do that work with people. That's where your business was generated from. And so you have to keep that energy and that feel as you grow the business. Otherwise, you'll get to a point where it's not fun anymore and it's not exciting anymore. And if you lose that connection, if you lose that energy that really is the fuel of the business, then other people will feel that too. And you'll feel when your energy isn't aligned and excited and in momentum and moving forward, you'll feel where your business gets stuck to. There's such a direct correlation for visionary founder-led businesses where your energy mirrors the business's energy, or, or I should say that the other way around, your business's energy mirrors your energy. And so if you're not feeling inspired and creative and amazing and like you can take on the world, then nobody else will be feeling that either. And so then what happens, your business stalls a little bit and you start working even harder. Oh my God, I have to work even harder. Now we've got all these overheads and now the business isn't delivering. But in working harder, you take yourself further away from the creative essence. So you can feel the trap that we get into. You can feel the, you know, the logic of it and how really it takes that magic and essence out of your business. So I want you to think like when you think about children, I find you know, the most creative my daughter is, is when she's said she's bored. You know, I get this often, what can I do? Oh, I don't know what to do. And I say, well, you've got a playroom full of stuff. You've got endless amounts of art material. She loves art. Go and find something to do. And out of that space, out of that boredom even, comes the most amazing creative games. So sometimes if I'm working and she's in the house and you know, she knows she can't access me because I'm with a client or whatever. I'll come out and our bathroom will have been transformed into a day spa for teddies or some amazing Lego project will have been created or there's a brand new Barbie setup. you know, whatever the thing is. This beautiful picture has emerged, you know, she's modeled something, taken a cardboard box and made something amazing out of it. You know, that's how we operate when we're left to our creativity and when we take the other distractions out. So I want you to feel like that in your business, like your business is a plaything. It's a space for you to be creative. It's a space for you to express yourself. 
And that's not selfish. That's the lifeblood of the business. That's what creates the blood flowing through the veins of your business. So if you're neglecting that, really you're neglecting your business. And all the other stuff that you do just won't have the impact that you want to have. And as I say, you know, businesses are absorbers of space. You know, people say this to me a lot. You know, they say to me that I work hard and I'm like, "Mm, I work a lot on my business. I wouldn't say I work hard because I love what I do and I I don't feel it like hard work. It just doesn't feel that way to me. Recording this podcast today when I'm, you know, still in the school holidays doesn't feel like work to me. This is like a fun thing to do. So you need to get to that space in your business where it feels fun the majority of the time. I have to say doing my VAT returns, not particularly fun. You know, doing the logistics of the business, not particularly fun. But again, as I've expanded, I've got other people who can do that for me. And so I'm back to the fun stuff. And that's really where I feel businesses grow so effectively is you delegate and you give that stuff to people who love doing that stuff and you stay in your creative zone. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was this thing that I call being in the void. So being in the void is when you've got to a certain place with the business maybe, or you've evolved yourself and you feel like there's something missing. You feel like there's something else to do or to create, but you don't know what it is yet. And this used to make me incredibly uncomfortable. Oh my God, like I just need to grab hold of this thing. I need to access it and I need to take action on it. And I can't find it. I have this feeling of it. I have this sense of it. I know that what I'm doing is not big enough or impactful enough for me. I know there's a bigger piece coming through, but I can't find it. I can't connect to it. And it's kind of like, you know, when you try and consciously think about something like a fact or a song title or something, and then the more you think about it, the more it drifts off, the more you can't get hold of it, but you can almost touch it. You can almost taste it. And then you go to bed and you wake up with the song title in your head overnight, or you're talking about something completely different. You suddenly go, oh my God, it was the Bee Gees. You know, when you take your conscious attention off something it starts to play in your system. You open up this creative field for you to play in. And so you have to be comfortable as a creator to sit in the void, you know? And I'm recording this to say, having had the majority of the summer off, you know, well, (laughs) most people say I haven't had the summer off. I've had the summer off in my way. And, you know, having time and space and being on the beach, which is like my favorite creative space and being with my daughter and being with my family that I flew back um, two days ago to the UK from Spain. And I've been feeling a bit discombobulated, you know, like, I don't know, I can't, I can't, I don't feel like getting into the work that I have detailed out that I could do. I don't feel like writing. I don't feel like getting back into all of that yet. You know, it's like I haven't quite landed back into this space yet. And I know when I have time off, it's like it shifts something in my system. And then it takes a little while for my system to recalibrate to what's next. And I also know instinctively and intuitively and energetically that there are big shifts coming again. I really feel that. And so the way it happens for me, and I'm just telling you this in case it resonates for you, you will do it your own way. But the way it happens for me is I 
I, I get something come through and I'm helpful on it for a period of time. And then it kind of drifts off. There's like a new piece coming in and then I need to sit and be with it and feel into it and be okay sitting in this like almost empty space to allow the next thing to flow through. And then when the next thing comes in, it's like, bang, it's in. Ah, okay, that's what the next piece is. But I can't, I can't force that movement. I can't calibrate it. I can't, I can't get it before it's ready to come in. Now I can do things to keep myself in alignment. You know, I can work out, I can keep myself open, I can meditate, I can take space and time for myself, and all of those things help. But for me, there's a point when that thing is going to drop in. And I I know for myself, I can't rush it. It is ready when it's ready. There's also, you know, a kind of individual and collective energy around these things. So, you know, I was saying um, on my social posts that I'm, I was feeling a bit discombobulated. I love that word. <laughs> and somebody said to me, yeah, the energy is really heavy right now. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? It does feel very heavy. Not to me in a negative way, like there's anything bad in it, but just that it it just is a little bit muddy right now. And there's something clearing in it ready for the next evolution. And then it's really interesting because for me and other people who are connected energetically to big work in the world, we'll suddenly pop out and go, oh, okay, things have changed. It's like a, a feel in the air suddenly you wake up and things feel clearer and lighter. And so I feel like at the moment, there's a collective and individual thing going on, which is often true for me and probably for you too, if you're connected to a bigger energy and potential. And I've learned to really tune in and listen and not feel like I have to be driving and pushing all the time and to trust that, you know, the next thing is coming through in its own perfect timing and not to block it or minimize it by trying to hook onto it too early. And ultimately to have trust, you know, to trust that the next thing is coming, that there's something extraordinary that's brewing here, you know, and that's how I feel it nowadays. And for me, I'm very visual and kinesthetic. So I have to, you know, find a way of being with these things that feels really powerful, exciting to me. So now when I'm in this void, rather than being frustrated about it or saying, oh, it feels empty and I can't get anything and feeling all like that, I'm more in a space of like, hmm, something exciting is brewing. (laughs) I wonder what this is. Okay, I've been here before. I know this experience. I know that my job, if you like, is to sit with it, to kind of incubate it to allow it to come through when it's ready to come through and to hold the space for that energetic movement, which will transform into something practical. So, you know, it does take trust, doesn't it, to sit in that void. It does take trust to sit in a space of not knowing. And I think, again, this is conditioning of us going, but I need to know, like, I'm the CEO and the founder of this business, or I'm the leader of this team and they rely on me and therefore I need to know. Well, no, because if you need to know in that sense where you can feel there's kind of like a lack and a frustration in it, then the answer you come up with will be rushed and it will come from kind of building on what you know rather than one of those beautiful things that just drops in that you go, 
oh, that's where we're going. (laughs) That's what this thing is. Oh, shit. You know, that's way bigger than I thought it was going to be. That's more expanded than I ever got my hands around. Oh, my gosh. You know, because you want the next piece to be big. You want it to be beyond where you are. And you want it to be, you know, a quantum leap. You don't know what well, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, that you don't want to go, oh, I'll start at A and then I'll build to B and I'll go to C. And then, you know, in three years time, I might have this amazing business. No, we want it now. Right. So it's such a paradox of being somebody that wants to create and manifest now, which is totally possible. It's all about alignment. And also trusting that there is an element of divine timing and there is certainly an an, an element of alignment. So to me, when we're creating space or you feel like you're in this void or you don't know or you can't feel into the next pieces, your job is to hold like a spacious container for that next piece to flow through. And it will drop in. That's how I experience it. And let me know if it's different for you. But for me, it's kind of like it lands in. And when it lands in, there is such a level of certainty to me that I know it is absolutely happening with no shadow of a doubt. This thing is happening, right? And it's such a great feeling when that happens. You know, if you haven't experienced that in your life and you start to play in this way and live this way, it's such an awesome feeling. When you know that you've trusted, you know that you've created space and then this thing drops in and it's like, bang, ah, now I know. And the thing is that when it drops in in that way, you can then move at 100 million miles an hour because it's all going to line up. And so the paradox of this is that creating space and slowing down actually speeds you up in the longer term. It gives you bigger results. It gives you those quantum leaps. But it's not logical in terms of, well, if I want to build my business, I should be working 40, 50 hours a week. You know, it's not logical in that way. Your success is not down to the amount of work you put in or the hours you put in. Of course, that contributes. I'm not saying just sit back and do nothing, but I'm saying that we have to have a balance of doing and being. We have to create a balance of, you know, action and reflection of, you know, feeling and thinking, strategy and feeling, you know, we have to create all of those things because when we do that, we widen our bandwidth. We're able to flex over all of these pieces. And so I imagine this a lot when I'm working with my clients one-to-one is what we're doing is expanding the bandwidth. We're expanding and expanding and expanding and growing where they can play from. And the more we expand and grow, the more space we create for amazing miracles to happen. And, you know, those miracles are the things that quantum leap you, your business, your finances, the people who are you magnetize to you. This is a whole other way of being. And if you're interested in this, then check out my episodes on manifestation. So, I want you to think about, as we come to the end of this episode, I want you to think about how you bring this into your working life. 
so that it's not just when you take time off, you know, when you go on holiday or, you know, you consciously do that. It's built into every week. Maybe it's built into every day, you know, that you have this creative space, a spaciousness, a kind of nothingness for new things to pop in. Because as I said before, that's where your value is as a creative entrepreneur. So you need space for creativity. You need time. You need to be able to explore. You need to be able to have a balance between, you know, your work, if you call it that, and your personal life. I've kind of reached a point in my life where I find it really difficult to talk about my work because it feels so intrinsically connected to who I am but I'm like, well, is this is this work jumping on a podcast? And then I'm going to go for a nice walk on the beach with my daughter, and my dog and have lunch. And then I'll come back and I'll probably do something else. And so am I working or am I having time off? It's kind of linked and integrated. And so I do feel that this integration, this life business integration is such a positive way to be if that works for you. I know for some people, they like to keep things more separate, but I think if you're a visionary, you know, your business is who you are being and your life is who you are being. And when you can bring those pieces together, not in a way that exhausts you, that means you work takes over, you know, and you're always busy, but in a way that gives you flex and integration and alignment across those pieces you'll find that you're more effective across the whole. And I talk a lot about this, particularly with working mums, because there is such a collective thing around, you know, oh, if I work, I'm going to be not a great mum and not great at work, really. Or does the fact that you're expanding yourself mean that you are potentially better at both? You know, why don't we hold that reality? And I do believe that's shifting. So think about how you bring this into your working life. Think about space. I think this is a really good place to contemplate this in August. Hopefully, particularly if you're, you know, a parent, you'll have had time off with the kids. And, you know, we're coming back into September. So it's what I call back to school time, right? When it's, again, a recalibration from this break back into what I'm creating now. And so the more you contemplate this now, the better, the more powerful your return into September will be. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you've had an amazing summer. And I hope this is helpful to think about the transition between August and September, coming out of the summer into that beautiful creation period of September through to November, when often it's kind of one of my key times for my business where we create and we work with clients and we get all this amazing stuff. And there's a new energy coming into September. I think it's a real time of creation. So it's a great time to think about space and balance and your feminine versus your masculine energy and how you want this whole pitch to look. So happy exploring. I wish you well with it. I hope you can really take the time to feel into what's next for you. And I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective. 